Hello and welcome to another edition of Good Mid-Morning. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Welcome to Podland Productions. Today, my guest host is my wife, the one and only Mrs. Aura Taylor. Good mid-morning, Aura. How are you doing today? Great, great. Good yeah. morning to you, too. So happy you could join us. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it is Thursday, t- and, uh, you know, this is only our second, well, this is uh, really our first real week because we're live right now, live on Podland Productions. Tell your friends, by the way. Uh, let them know that you found this great new mid-morning, you know, radio-type show, news, commentary, fun, you know, music. We, we've got the, a lot of music today. And uh, just let them know. Pass it along. Send them a link. Let us, you know, uh, help us gain a little more audience. If you like what you're hearing, then uh, let other people know. And um, what else? What else was I was going to say that, oh, you can also text us. We have a text line here at uh, the studio, and that text line number is 971-361-9396. That's 971-361-9396. Nine three nine six. I want to quickly, you know, uh, thank all our sponsors. You know, Mike's body spray. If you want to smell like Mike, use Mike's body spray. And then, of course, there's the underwear pit for all your used underwear needs. Go to the underwear pit. It's located underneath the Burnside Bridge. And then, of course, mother-in-law's family diner. The cooking's not good, and neither is the company. Mother-in-laws, um, if you want to become a sponsor of Good Mid-Morning, then send me an email. You can become a real sponsor. And uh, send me an email to liam at podland.productions. There you go. Those, that was our sponsor reads. And that, you know, later on when we actually have real sponsors, those will be, you know, businesses, you know. So it'll, it'll work out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Or what's going on with you today? How is uh how is your how's your week been? I mean, you were you were our first Thursday guest, y- and you know y- you could That's be true. our 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 Thursday guest host. This this yeah. could just be the thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm having uh every week. I have a really interesting week, so yeah, I love talking about it. Yeah. So what what went on this week? Oh, I had a, a great week. Yeah. Yeah. A, um, I went and looked at a bunch of houses. I'm doing real estate right now. I don't know if you know that, but I I know that. I know that. The listeners might not know yeah. it though. The listeners uh, might might wonder. Yeah. So yeah, you've recently got into r- the real estate business. Uh-huh. And yeah, and here in Portland, it's pretty crazy out there. Um, not a lot of people are selling houses, or they all sold them last year. So there's. Wh- a why lot do you think that is? Well, people. Uh, wanted to live somewhere nice if they were home all the time. Uh, they maybe were able to ha- have more of a flexible living situation because or area where they can live because they're working remotely. Um, the interest rates dropped dramatically, and um, people love Portland, so they moved here and they bought all the houses because they were relatively inexpensive compared to other areas, um, you know, oh. including California and you know Seattle and so people are moving here so this so the 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 so it has nothing to do really with the pandemic right like this happened this it's kind of happened before the pandemic like people a bunch of people moved up here and bought all the houses and now there's just well that's what started it but 
I, like I said, yeah, mostly, I mean, having great interest rates and inexpensive houses, but then also with people just wanting to uh, have more space. Right. You know, maybe they have their kids at home all the time and they're realizing that their small two-bedroom house is not enough, so they upgrade or... It just seems like a lot of the um, single-family homes went really quickly. So maybe people who were living downtown didn't want to live downtown because they weren't working down there. Huh. Yeah. Very interesting. And and how is it... So is it... How is it going to... How is it going to get better? Like, how do you... Like... It, it, so if there's no houses to sell, how 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 are you gonna? How is that gonna work? House, well. <laughs> You're just going into real estate in in a place where there's no houses to sell. Yeah, well, I'm betting that this summer, when people get vaccinated, that they will be uh, more inclined to move out of their house if they or have repairs done um, to be able to sell it. Right now, I think people are a little paranoid about having workers come into their houses. They're worried about um, looking for houses if they're, you know, they're just limiting their outdoor activities um, out of their house, and they're even worried about the grocery store. They're less likely to be putting their house on the market and doing their own house hunting. So I'm hoping that by this summer, uh, things will change. I know also that a lot of marriages probably won't make it through this pandemic, and. Why you, wait, why are you why are you why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> looking at you at all. <laughs> you, you were pointing at me and had this weird look in your Being eye. Being stuck inside with your partner for a year can be, uh, you know, can be trying. Trying. You know, yeah. Hey, uh, let, and let me suggest something to anybody out there who's who is you know has maybe in a marriage and this year has been rough on you. Um, get a puppy. <laughs> I would not recommend that. No, if you I mean if you're like, well, this is this has been trying, but I really want to test it. I really want to test the limits of this marriage. Get a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, not a lot of extra perspective when you haven't had any sleep. Yeah. Sleep is so hard to come by these days. Yeah. Um so yeah, so you uh, you're you're in the real estate business. You went out. So this week you you you're kind of you're kind of getting started. You're going out to look at houses. You're meeting uh, clients. Yep. And finding out how that is. How how is how are clients? You know how clients is clients are great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're a little worried because there it's so cutthroat. Um, there were some horror stories kind of from my um, real estate office group chat that's um you know well they were really talking about there was a story of in in california um that a house went on the market and it got 122 offers over the weekend and and that's a lot that's a lot right it's crazy amount it's so much paperwork <laughs> and and that's in california and that's in california wow yeah so it's it's it was just a little um, I'm sure it was very overwhelming for those people who were sifting through those offers and trying to figure out what would be the best one because it really isn't all about the highest price. That's not it's there's a lot of other factors that go into it. Yeah, so. I think a lot of people think uh, basically when when you're trying to buy a house and you put in offers, this it's whatever the highest offer 
is, right? That's, you know, that's what wins. Whoever has the most money gets the house. But that's not all, always the case, right? No, it's not. And <clears throat> I think the one that, that won it was um, they probably waived all inspections. So they're getting a house as is, which is really dangerous for them. And they probably got it um, like all cash. Oh, wow. And it was like a $550,000 house. So whoever, you know. So wait, cash always wins? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. If you've got cash. Ultimately, cash uh-huh. wins. So cash cash can. So if somebody says, I'm going to pay, you know, $500,000 for this. But then somebody says, I'm going to pay $450,000, but I'm going to do it in cash. They'll probably get the house. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe not, though. Uh-huh. I mean, there are other factors, too. You know, I, I know that ultimately really people do want nice people to be in their home. So they do negotiate with that. And there's a bunch of them from the weekend that said, like one of them said that, um, one of the real estate agents said that um, the they liked the letter that they sent in with the offer. So they accepted the house. Oh. So. That's so, folks, if you're, if you're looking to buy a house... Uh, start writing these notes. You know, start writing notes down, like uh, sending a nice letter to to the to the realtor or to the the broker. The I'm not. I don't know the, the jargon. The seller's broker. The mm-hmm. seller's and broker. It, and then the seller will get that. Yeah, and that can be a determining factor too. So. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. I had no idea. Um, and I heard a story the other day about a realtor who who basically you know, said to the the seller and, you know, I, like I said, I don't know the jargon, but uh, said, you know, said to the seller, hey, these people are great. I love them. I want them to have this house. You know, I know their offer isn't the highest offer, but, you know, these people are fantastic. Let's get them in this house type of thing. And, that, and that's that, that's that happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you have a bomb ass realtor who's going to fight yeah. for you. And say, hey, you know, I want you to have this house, and it's not just the the highest bidder. You, it, it all it's it all has to do with you know good personalities, I guess, you know, and and treating people well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that always the truth? It should be. Yeah, it should. Be. <laughs> I mean, we want to hear more stories about that too. I feel like it's redeeming to. Yeah. To hear about that too, about instead of how cutthroat it is and how people are bidding, you know, I mean, they're doing $100,000 more than the offered price. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. And then maybe you hear a good story in there, too. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, it is uh, It is still Women's History Month, and I do have, I was going to do an album of the day, but then I was like, well, I did a little research and found out that it's Aretha Franklin's birthday today. Ooh. So, uh, happy birthday, happy Aretha birthday, Franklin. Aretha. And, uh, you know. Uh, we miss you very much. She passed in 2018, I believe. Um, so uh, I've got a couple Aretha Franklin tracks to uh, play throughout the day. And I believe we're going to start with Rock Steady from her 1972 album, Young, Gifted, and Black. This album uh, won a Grammy Award for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance. Um, so keep it locked in here to Podland.Productions. We're glad that you hear, you're here. You can text us. The text line is 971-361-9396. If you have any realty questions, send them along to Aura. She's going to be here at least till 930, and then she's got to go go to work and, and get some houses sold. 
Uh, 971-361-9396 is the text line. Here's Aretha Franklin, Rocksteady. listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland.Productions. I'm DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. Liam Flanagan, your host. And we have... Oh, uh, folks, did you know that uh, Podland is now on Patreon? That's right. You can now become a patron of Podland, or as I like to say, become a Podlander. Just click on the link on our homepage and become a Podlander today. With your help, we can make Podland a content machine giving you fun and interesting entertainment all week long. Just head to the homepage and click on the Become a Patron button. 
Uh, that was Aretha Franklin doing Rocksteady off of her 1972 album, Young, Gifted, and Black. It is Aretha Franklin's birthday today, and happy birthday to you, Aretha. We miss you. Uh, in the studio, we have our guest today, my wife, Aura Taylor, just chilling over there with Pepper, Pepper the puppy, uh, that we recently got, uh, what about it, three weeks ago? Three weeks, yeah. Three weeks now, and uh, we haven't slept since. <laughs> uh, I'm not joking. She's really cute, though. I, that's, I mean, that is the, of course, that's the reason you keep puppies. I mean, and that's yeah. what, as we've talked about many times, the reason Mother Nature made young uh, animals so darn cute is so you don't kill them. Yes. Because you look into their eyes, and you just can't. And she's so soft. <laughs> she's so soft. And so cute, and you just—you're uh, about to strangle her. You know, you've got—you've got your hands around her little neck, and you're about to just squeeze down. What? But, <laughs> <laughs> but then you look in those little eyes, and you go, "Oh, not today." Is this what happens when I go back to bed? <laughs> <laughs> yes, basically, <laughs> that's my mornings. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's talk about some stuff that's in the news. Uh, I did want to say that not only is it Aretha Franklin's birthday, but it's also Gloria Steinman's birthday. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Women's right activist. She was born today in 1934, a little before my time. Um, so happy birthday to you, Gloria. Uh, let's see. In, in local news, as in in this house, I wanted to let everybody know that I'll be getting the vaccine uh, next Monday, and I'm pretty excited about it. Oh yeah, you made it through with those other eleven thousand people that I did. got accidentally. I got. I was one of the mistakes. Yeah. Again. I'm so jealous. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I I so I got this email a couple days ago that said you've been uh, selected or it's a, you can now schedule a vaccine, and I had done the thing that a lot of other people are doing, which is you go onto the website, the you know get the vaccine website. And you put in that you're a child care person and, you know, <laughs> th this is common knowledge. I'm getting the don't talk about this over over. It's not like cops are listening and everybody's getting the vaccine anyway. This, I mean, this is what we were talking about yesterday with with Jake is the jumping the line isn't jumping the line. There's no jumping the line. Everybody's getting the vaccine. I thought that yours was through that uh, extra vaccine thing. Well, I, I signed, signed up, up for, for a couple of things. That's yeah. what I mean. I. Which, you know, if you're if you're itching to get the vaccine, there are ways to go out there and get the vaccine. You know, one of the one of them, what like what Aura is talking about is there there are scheduled appointments where people aren't showing up for these appointments there. You know, they've got uh, and these are, you know, all the appointments for the people who are supposed to be getting the vaccine, the people who are in whatever tier that we're in right now and they're not coming. So there are extra vaccines and you can sign up to get one of those shots uh i think silverman actually just did that he he got one of those that threw a walgreens yeah i i guess people are scheduling multiple vaccine appointments because they either don't know what they're doing what they're doing or they're just trying to get it it's yeah and so they schedule a bunch of them and then you can't actually cancel your vaccine appointment you just don't show up for it there's no way i guess for them to uh, take away that appointment. So right. They leave it open for other people, and you get a text message, and you just go. 
But that's not even the, what I got. I got uh, an email that suppose, uh, that we're now finding out was a mistake sent out. Um, they sent out 1,100 of these emails to people saying that they could schedule. 11,000. Oh, 11,000. I'm sorry. 11,000 uh, people uh, saying you can schedule an appointment. So I went ahead and scheduled an appointment, got my appointment scheduled. It's set for Monday. And then, uh, a and then a couple days later, I get an email saying, well, that was a mistake. Whoopsie daisy. You know, not in those particular words, but whoopsie daisy. But they're still, I'm still getting the vaccine. They're, they're still going to honor the Yeah, they, they sent an email that said, hey, this was a mistake, but it's cool. We're, our bad. We're still going to give you the vaccine. So I'm getting that vaccine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be hardy. That's the thing. I'm just going to go out and rage. You know, I'm just going to do all the hugs. I'm going to hug everybody. Ew. Yeah. I'm gonna, it's going to be a hug spree. I'm going to be <laughs> just going around hugging. That's what I miss the most. Look out, Portland. Yeah. I'm one of those people that just likes a really long, close <laughs> hug. Tight. You know, hold me as tight as you can and breathe through your nose loudly in my ear. That's the type of hug I want. And that's the type of hug I'm going to be giving uh, once I get that vaccine. You know what I'm talking about. Look out, Portland. Here we come. It's hug time. Anybody want to jump on that hug train? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else is going on? So I'm getting the vaccine. Uh, of course, the AR-15 is back in the news because of the tragedy. Uh, and I'm not, a, you know, I don't really want to talk about what happened. What I do want to talk about is the other, I was listening to Tom Hartman the other day. And uh, I, there was a caller who was talking about how he doesn't want, uh, you know, gun control to take away his semi or automatic rifle because he's a hunter. <laughs> and I, it just blows my mind. Like, if you have, if you, if your hunting skills are so poor that you have to take an automatic, and he actually said, the guy said, if I didn't have that automatic weapon, uh, my first shot wouldn't. The last time I went hunting, uh, I had to do two shots. That first shot wouldn't have killed the animal; it would have just hurt it, and then it would have been a hurt animal. In the dude, you got to up your hunting skills. Good skills yeah like you don't you sh the, the, the whole in my opinion and i'm not a hunter i don't you know i i not i don't even eat meat but um i feel like if you're gonna hunt you've gotta at least at least just be a one shot like if you're not using a bow and arrow or like I just think if you're going to be killing something, you should really, really put some effort in it. And I don't think taking a semi-automatic rifle or an automatic rifle into the woods and shooting a deer a couple of times is really considered hunting. No. It's, it sucks. So, and I'm just tired of this excuse that they always come up with. Well, well, we don't want to take it was because of hunting. I think we do. What do you think? And now Joe Biden is saying, you know, the same, I guess, the same bullshit they always say. But he's got, he, you know, we have to change the gun laws. And the Republicans are once again saying we can't change the gun laws. Uh, uh, so, you know, what are you how are you feeling about this? Or well, not good because no one is really doing anything. There's definitely no change. And I, I was reading an article about it the other day and it was saying that. It's a lot of it is just like apathy of the voter. They just don't really care that much. 
um, there's not a lot of like crazy gun people that are out voting. That's not really the thing. That's Pepper in the background. Yes. If, you, if you didn't know, <laughs> she likes to chew on your the wires down here, and I'm assuming that each one is important and not good for her to chew on. Yeah, but um, yeah. So there's with the NRA being the one who's controlling everything and has people in their pockets. I guess that those are the ones that are. Yeah, I mean that. This once again, like, kind of goes to my my whole thinking that that you know, these 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 things are never going to be solved with the system that we have. Uh, it doesn't it, because, especially right now, how divided the country is. If it if we're just going to keep going back to you know, uh, Republican leadership to Democrat Democratic leadership, from a Republican leadership to Democratic leadership, you know, every four years or you know every eight years. Or in the Senate, you know, wh or you know, in the House every two years. If if we're just constantly fucking switching, you know, sides, having control, then nothing's ever going to get solved because they're just going to keep flipping it back, or they're just going to keep, you know, the republic Republicans are just going to keep pushing back on gun control. The I guess the Republicans are going to keep pushing back on everything: gun control, health care, whatever, and then. You know the the Democrats are going to keep pushing back on uh, deregulating stuff or you know whatever they mm -hmm. they push back on, um, and it's just never we're never going to solve any of this. No, it's not a our system is not really it's it says we're it's built for the people, but there's no real evidence that it is <laughs> like. There's no, I guess maybe in smaller, like in the, in, uh, you know, states or cities, you can see that, you know, votes like that are, are really count. But I don't know when it just, when it gets to the, to the higher, the b higher powers, it just seems like it, it, it's just never, it's just the same fucking machine that she's grinding out the same bullshit year after year. Well, in that same article I was reading that it was, um, I believe the New York Times, they were saying that if every time that they talk about taking away guns or actually adding uh, background checks, there's a huge surge of, of gun purchases. So it, they almost want that to come up to be like, they're taking your guns away. You better go out and buy all those guns. Yeah. You know, if the average person in the United States owns three guns and yeah. – I don't know anybody who. Well, I know a few people who own them just for target practice. My dad has a twenty-two. Yeah. Um, and that means that there are a lot of people with a lot of guns. Yeah. And that's scary. To Stockpiles me. of guns. Stockpiles. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't make any sense if you look at the like other countries and what they've done, like as far as mass shootings, like you know Australia. I don't know what the year was, but, you know, they had one mass shooting that killed like 18 people. You know, my numbers are way off, but they had a mass shooting and the government basically said, OK, that's it. We're not we can't have automatic weapons anymore. And and just took away the automatic weapons or had it was either Australia or New Zealand. One of them had, you know, a buyback where they just bought back all the all the weapons and they haven't had mass shootings since. Yeah. I know my, I think my brother at one point had an AR-15, and I think when he said that at a Thanksgiving, I was shocked, but he also is kind of a 
climate change denier. So anyway, he was saying how um, every one of his friends have an AR-15 because the ammo is really cheap. Every other gun, it's very expensive except the AR-15. So there, I mean, there's there's a there's a you know it's not a solve, but if if you really want to you know mm-hmm. make a change, th- just make the ammo more expensive. But they probably don't want to do that because then the 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 ammo company wouldn't make as much money. Yeah. Because then people would be like, "Oh, that ammo." It, it, it. Yeah, it's it's very frustrating. Well, let's take another break. And uh, w- are you going to be joining us again? Are you, are you coming back after the break, or you got to go? Well, I the puppy seems to be uh, sniffing in all the corners, so. Okay, so you're probably going to have to take the puppy out. Thank you so much for joining us for the Thank first you half for hour. Me. You were really a delight. Oh, you're delightful. And uh, <laughs> and if uh, if I don't have a guest next Thursday, guess who's going to be our guest host? Yeah, it'll be me. It's going to be you. We've got some more Aretha Franklin. This one is off uh, the album uh, Aretha Franklin. I never loved a man the way I love you. And this is the title track from that album. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Productions. Send us a text. We'd love to hear from you. 971-361-9396 is the number to text. And I will be back shortly. Here's Aretha Franklin.
And we're back. You are listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland.Productions. I am your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Folks, uh, check out what's going on here in Podland. We have some great podcasts happening and some more on the way. Check out Fiddle Me This with host JT Trawick and look for new episodes of My Three Songs coming out April 20th. Also, don't forget to check out our DJ page featuring DJ B.A., and his show Strictly Off the Records. And you can also check out my show, The Way We Get By, with DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. It's all here on Podland. You can become a patron or just join the email list. Yeah, you know, we'd love to have you on the email list. Jump on down. If you go down to the bottom of the page, you got an email list uh, prompt. You can sign up to find out what's going on. We send out one. We try not to send out a lot of emails, but uh, we send out at least once a week. We usually send one out Fridays, so uh, jump on the email list if you can't become a patron. But we'd love to have you as a patron. We've got a lot of great swag if you become a patron. We've got new stickers. We've got uh, we've got some masks, some Podland masks, new Podland t-shirts, and we're going to be putting all this stuff up on the website this week, So uh, this coming week. So check out that and then uh look forward to a little podland fundraiser that might be coming up in april we're we're trying to get that in the works and just make a little money so we can uh, keep this little studio going and keep you entertained as long as we possibly can we were just listening to aretha franklin doing i never loved a man the way i love you which is off of her 1960 where did it go uh, 1967 album of the same name, Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You. It was her 10th studio album. Uh, like I said before, it is Aretha Franklin's birthday today, so we are celebrating that while we celebrate Women's History Month, which is March, all March long. So there you go. Speaking of women, women's uh, history and uh, women in history, and I wish I would have been able to, to get this uh, story out when Aura was here because... Uh, it's it would have been a fun little conversation to have with her because it's about freeing Britney, bitch. You got to free Britney, bitch. Uh, that there was new court documents that were just filed in uh, in the Britney con- conservatorship case. They uh, Britney has filed some papers that reveal that the singer wants uh, Jody Montgomery to become the new full time conservator of her person going forward. So one of the reasons that I find interesting that Britney, if you're not aware of this whole Britney Spears thing, uh, Google it. I'm not an expert, but basically what has happened is I believe in like 2008 or somewhere around there, uh, her father and lawyer at the time, oh, this was around when she was having, you know, maybe some issues that were highly public. I don't know if she shaved her head or something, but uh, so they they did this uh, conservatorship, making it so she basically couldn't make any decisions regarding her money because they were afraid that she was going to do something crazy because she had already done a bunch of crazy stuff, uh, and a quote unquote crazy stuff. This is you know quote this is talking about uh, somebody who is under a tremendous amount of pressure from a very early age has had no real childhood doesn't actually know how to act like a real human being because she's never had uh, real human being interactions. So uh, anyway, one of the reasons that 
peop- that she is under conservatorship, conservatorship is that she's unable to make medical decisions by herself, which uh, that's, you know, that is something. If you can't, if you are willing, and she admits, she says that she can't make medical decisions by herself. And that's just, what does that even mean, I guess, is what I'm asking. What does, uh, what does it mean you can't make medical, if you're bleeding, uh, you know, I, I where what me- is it just the mental health aspect does anybody out there know 9713619396 if you are a huge Britney fan let me know and if you're listening to this as a podcast please feel free to sh- to to share with me i need the information i need to know because uh it, it helps me through my day 9713619396 that's the text line let me know is this just concerning her mental health or can she make or does she really not know how to like if she's got a boo-boo does she not know how to put a band-aid on i mean these are the hard-hitting questions we're asking here at good mid-morning so that's the you know what's going on with britney in other uh you know women history (laughs) i guess there's another karen in the news which you know that's what the world doesn't need is another Karen so I I just saw this story this morning I don't know if any of you have seen it but there's a video of a woman who is in uh, I believe a New York bakery and she is just she doesn't have a mask on she's got like two kids and a stroller two toddlers and a stroller is what it looks like to me and she's not wearing a mask and the person behind the counter is a person of color and they're refusing to serve her because she's Uh, not wearing a mask which is you know that's totally legit um and so this karen who they're calling uh bagel karen is goes off you know is is giving this guy the stare down and he's like you know please stop looking at me like that and we're not serving you the people behind the woman are like if he's not going to serve you 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 gotta go and then she goes on to call the the guy a bitch ass n-word and in front of not only in front of uh uh all the people who are in line not only in front of uh, not only says it to the the guy behind the counter there's the people in line behind her and then she's also got her children there which just just baffles me blows my mind uh this uh, this is what's wrong with this country um, dear Bagel Karen and all the other fucking Karens out there, please stop. I mean, w- once the w- one of the better things about this video is this. I don't know how tall this woman is, but I just assume she's a little old lady, <laughs> a little old New Yorker who's in the background, you know, saying, you know, first she's saying he's not going to serve you. You got to go. And then once she drops the fucking end bomb. You hear like gasps and they're like, you got to go like you got to get out. You can't talk to people like this, you know, and the woman turns around to them and says, you know, uh, she, I can call him. I can say whatever I want. She says, I can say whatever I want. This is the, these are the the ideas that people have now. And I'm not, you know, placing 100% blame on the the past administration that we had, but uh, these people are emboldened, and they just they just they just keep 
They just keep coming out and they don't fucking care about other people. They're so self-centered. They're they're so up on their goddamn high horse. They just don't see other people. It does they they're not even in their peripheral peripheral vision. It they just don't see other people. And the, that is one of the main problems we have in the world right now is people just you you've got to pay attention to the world around you. And I don't and I and by I don't mean you have to read the news or catch up on all that stuff all the time. I'm I actually mean the the actual world around you, the stuff that is happening around you, people, uh, emotions, you know, just pay attention. It doesn't it's not hard. It is not hard to pay attention. All you have to do is is uh, not look at your phone, uh, not, you know, not daydream and, and stare up. Every day we deal with people who are just in their own fucking world. Be in your own world at home when you're actually in your own world. Once you step out the the door, once you are outside of your house, you are no longer in your own world. You are in everybody else's world. And you have to pay attention to what is going on in everybody everybody else's world if you're going to get along in the whole world. I mean, and it's it's not as difficult or as scary uh, as you may think. It's it's easy. All you have to do is pay attention. You know, it's not that hard. Anyway, that's my rant on that. So uh, let's uh, let's take another break. Let's get some more Aretha Franklin. I think it's going to be a you know the rest of the show might be a little music heavy, unless you want to hear me rant and rant and rant, which you might, and I don't mind. You know, I've got stuff to say. If you want to text me, let me know that you're listening. Let me know you're out there. You don't even have to say much. Just say, hey, 971-361-9396. That's 971-361-9396. You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland.Productions. Here's a little more Aretha Franklin for you. This one is, let me tell you what this track is called before I play it because I want to. Uh, we are. Uh, this one's called Every Natural Thing. And it is off the album Let Me In Your Life, Aretha Franklin. Here's Every Natural Thing.
And we are back. You are tuned in to the way. (laughs) No. (laughs) Good mid morning (laughs) right here on Podland.Productions. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Coming to you live from downstairs studio right here in Portland, Oregon. You can check out Podland. Just, uh, yeah, I mean, you're already on Podland. Check out everything we've got going on. Become a patron. Help us out. Join the email list. Do something. You know, you know, you're here. We're having fun. We're just chilling. And uh, you know, it's a it's a great Thursday. So, folks, I do. Uh, let's see what else is going on. We've got. I did want to talk about. Nope, I've got. That is okay. So um, not too much more <laughs> on my plate to talk about. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to just play a little more music and uh, maybe uh, figure out one more little rant. And then, you know, that's going to be the show. But, uh, it, you know, it's been a pleasure. We're having fun. It's not over yet. What am I doing? I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get rid of you, but w- the show's not over. So don't you go anywhere. I've got... Uh, Another Aretha Franklin song coming out. We're celebrating Aretha Franklin's birthday today. And it is also Women's History Month, so it's a fine day to celebrate uh, women and their history. Here's uh, Freeway of Love. Remember this song? This was uh, uh, later on in the career. I believe this was in the 80s sometime. I'm going to find out exactly. Oh, I forgot to tell you that uh, that last song was, of course, uh, you know, it was Aretha Franklin. Let Me In Your Life was the album. That was her 20th studio album. 20th. Wow. Is that right? Let Me Into Your Life is the 20th studio album. Uh, from Aretha Franklin. It was released in February 1974, February 25th, 1974. That's the year I was born. And it was uh, that was one of Aretha's top-selling Atlantic record albums. She was on five, I think. Be- I believe she was on five different um, record labels in her career. Maybe six. I don't know, but I think it was around five. Uh, that's just crazy. She's 20th. And th- and th- folks... So that was her 20th studio album, and it came out in 1974. S- and she, w- that was, I mean, that, that's, in, that's incredible. That's, that's a career right there. She was already on 20 albums by 1974 and, uh, and, and just kept on going. Anyway, we're going to play, <laughs> we're going to play Freeway of Love, even though, in my opinion, it's one of uh, her worst songs, but. It's fun to listen to and just remember that the 80s existed. Here's Freeway of Love by Aretha Franklin. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions.
top, baby. And let's cruise on into this better than ever street. to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions. Uh, that was going right on the freeway <laughs> from the album Who's Zoomin' Who? 1985, Aretha Franklin. Who's Zoomin' Who? What a great, what a great, <laughs> what a great 80s. Man, the 80s. Am I right, folks? I mean, that saxophone in that in that song was so 80s it was like in the 80s they they just needed to have rock and roll saxophone in every fucking song they got to you got to get the you know there's not nothing says rock and roll or like super cool than the saxophone uh, is what they were saying in the 80s i believe that's that's what the, they were going for because man so, uh, we should do a whole show about the 80s saxophone we might do that. That might that might be a little thing we'll do with Joey. Just do a whole show where we just talk about 80s saxophone songs. Man, would that be a good show. Uh, we'd have to talk about, of course, the Lost Boys and that hit song. Um, I Still Believe, I believe is the name of the song. Uh, you'll remember, you remember that song because it had the sexiest saxophone player ever. That sexiest heavy metal punk saxophone player pop singer ever what was that i mean what was that song even what was that genre even like it didn't he was dressed he had didn't have a shirt on he had a dog collar he was wearing tight purple pants uh he you know his he had like a kind of a faux hawk mohawk type thing going on and uh that song sucked really bad but god he was cool we're going to do a show called uh, the 80 saxophone show. It's going to be great. We do a whole podcast. We just we do a whole year just really breaking down the saxophone in the 1980s. It's going to be very interesting. You're going to want to you're going to want to you're going to want to hear that when it comes out. So keep an ear out for that working on the title. Only going to be here for another uh, 5 minutes folks. Send a text 971-361-9396. That's the text line. Love to hear from you. And uh, tomorrow, folks, on the show is going to be a great show because we've got uh, an, an amazing guest coming in. Jenny Logan from Death List is going to be our not only our guest host, but uh, kind of our, our musical guest. It's it's a front row Friday, unlike uh, any other front row Friday. Um, she's going to be coming on and she's going to be sharing some some new tracks, some unreleased tracks. So we're really looking forward to having Jenny Logan on tomorrow. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, 
a lot of great stuff. Have some fun and then listen to new. I don't even know if the tracks are new from Death List or some other project, but uh, it's very exciting and we're super excited to have Jenny Logan on the show tomorrow for Front Row Friday. Folks, let your friends know Good Mid Morning is live every uh, Tuesday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. We're just getting started. We're, I mean, I really feel like this show is 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 going to be something that the grandkids are going to talk about for generations. So let your friends know that uh, we're here and we're having fun. Send out texts. If you want to uh, find us on Instagram, we're on Instagram, uh, Good Mid Morning. You can find me on Instagram, DJFGQBNYJS. Podland, of course, on 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 Instagram. Uh, under Podland Productions. You can also find us on Facebook. I'm under DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Podland is under Podland. Good Midmorning's under Good Midmorning. We're on those socials. We're even on Tumblr. Good Midmorning is on Tumblr, even though I haven't quite gotten my head wrapped around Tumblr yet. It's there. You can email me at liam at podland.productions or djfgqbnyjs. All that stuff, you can always send text messages. Even if the show's not on, you can send text messages to 971-361-9396 if you're listening to this as a podcast, which you can on all your podcast stations. We're all over the place. We're, we're here. We're not going anywhere. Good mid-morning is here to stay. So uh, we will be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. I'm going to finish it up with a little Aretha Franklin doing Respect. And uh, happy birthday, Aretha. You are missed. Folks, we will be back tomorrow. Here's some respect.